Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I am your host, Jack. And today, I'm talking about Ramen Fighter Mickey. Unfortunately, Rick could not join us today. He is still out of reach in the internet right now. Uh, but he will be back for next week's episode. I can rest assured you of that right now. Ramen Fighter Mickey. That was a very unique uh, show. It was uh, certainly one that I really wasn't expecting. Uh, it did run for 12 episodes long. It came out in uh, 2006. Um, it follows... Uh, the main protagonist, Mickey, and she works in a ramen shop with her mom. And she's always in a fight or battling, so to speak, which is where the fighter piece comes in, from Megumi as well as Kankuro. And then a dog by the name of Toshiyuki. Um, it really revolves around her just messing up all the time. And it just... It really honestly is one for those who just want to watch something that's really mindless and entertaining at the same time because it's really funny. And and they portray Mickey as a kind of like a demon fighter that's really absent-minded and can uh, mess up a lot in everything that they do. Now, when Mickey is going through and fighting everyone... Uh, she is, she is one that is definitely unique in that regard because she, she doesn't have any problems or, or issues trying to fight people, trying to, uh, you know, just like do what's right in her mind and people that are trying to thoroughly mess up everything that she's working towards or what she's working on, which is delivering ramen. She will obliterate. She, she's like thought of to be invincible, uh, which is pretty uh pretty darn funny i think that everything is about the show is just unique and funny um it's really short and and her main person who she constantly fights against is megumi who's a person across the way and megumi uh takes care of a bread shop so where you can go and buy a bunch of bread and pastries and things like that and it's kind of like a polar opposite. They both hate each other. They both fight. But at the same time, everyone actually hates Mickey and have this constant rivalry with her because she is a bully. She is mean to all the other characters growing up and they comment on it and point this out throughout the whole thing. And she is, does not care about anyone else, at least in that uh, regard, which is pretty sad considering that she's supposed you know she's also portraying it's like oh i'm walking this old person across the way or i'm trying to save this person all the time and everything like that but it it, it never really comes off that way uh she always is fighting 
everyone all the time and it's it's really sad and and honestly this show it it just kind of shows her getting caught up in several different situations uh it it does give you the ability to understand the motivations for each character and it does have its funny moments all the way throughout with without a shadow of a doubt it it really does um and and they portray or or play on on uh, other people's thoughts about other characters as well. So Megumi, she figured out that Mickey couldn't or had difficulty at the beginning dodging things when she was a kid. So she learned to throw everything. Like, and she became uh, proficient at throwing uh, skewers, you know, for kebabs, which apparently the wood, you know, skewers can penetrate metal, which is pretty miraculous. And it shows Megumi... And Mickey fighting constantly and and throwing these skewers at each other. They're just like punching and it's just, it's just miraculous. The fights that are actually going on throughout the whole series is just, it's really, really amazing. And it, it just goes, why would you do that? And in fact, everyone finds it really sad and, and disheartening knowing that her greatest foe, the one of the individuals that can actually fight her on her level without any problem or issue at all the main person that can do this is a dog toshiyuki now the dog dog looks pretty demonic all the way throughout and he he just like completely loses his mind when he runs into mickey he just wants to fight constantly and mickey has this vendetta against the dog too and sees him as someone who's worthy of her by them fighting all the time so when the dog literally will run away from the owners from the owner when the little when the owner is walking him justify mickey because he just has this vendetta they have to fight and he will go out of his way to make sure that they fight. Um, there is an episode where they are able to um, kind of reconcile, so to speak, in that they can uh, come to terms with everything that's going on and, and try and save the dog's owner who who uh, ends up somehow getting into a dump truck. And I forget the circumstances around it, but instead of the, the girl... Uh, who whose name is Wakana, the dog's owner. Wakana just getting out of the garbage truck. She s- sits up there and and cries the whole time. And it's it's frank frankly pretty pretty darn funny if you ask me that 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 happens. Like why the dog would just or why Makana would just sit in there and wait to be saved, and then the dog goes and tries to have uh, Mickey help save his owner Toshiyuki saved the owner Wakana she Mickey basically is surfing on the back of the dog which the dog is like the size of a English bulldog so it's a really small dog it's portrayed super vicious but it's super tiny and its head just gets massive when he fights uh, Mickey which is unique which is fine but they also have their own little TV show in their world called Star Rangers. And it's an obvious play 
off of uh, Power Rangers, at least here in the U.S. Uh, it's a play off of Power Rangers. I can definitely say that, at least on our end. Um, it's unique. It's funny. Um, and and the, one of the main characters is completely infatuated with it, uh, Tomoka. He, or not Tomoka, uh, Akihoku uh, Ota. Ota is completely infatuated with Star Ranger. He has to make it a point to watch it all the time. And they even revolve an episode around it. So they have 12 episodes and they actually revolve a nice portion of the episodes around each of the supporting characters or main characters kind of helping you develop that relationship for them. Uh, even if it's only for a little bit. And same thing with uh, Kankoro. Kankoro is always trying to deliver a letter of challenge to Mickey. And he always even inadvertently gets defeated by her all the time and it's funny i think that he constantly has this problem where he's trying to fight her but it it ain't exactly working out at all all the time heck half the time he's just trying to deliver the letter to her and she is just completely annihilating him just by opening the door just like walks right over him and it's like oh i forgot something and walks over him going back into the building and or she runs off and it's like crazy ridiculous speeds but they show him in his own struggles throughout it the whole time and that's what i find really really unique is is that they do at least take the time to show what's going on for each character and develop them a little bit. So that way you can kind of gain an understanding for them and how they think and their th- whole thought process for it all. And it's comedic too with some of the some of the things they do. Like when you are first introduced to Kankoro, uh, first of all, he always says nya all the time. 100% of the time, he always ends everything with nya. He will say nya like several times in a row. And when he first gets introduced, Mickey is playing, uh, playing baseball with some kids and she's pitching and he appears out of nowhere and hits the ball with his arm, breaking his arm. But he, he's like, I'm all right, breaking his arm. And it's just dangling there. And he's like, let's do this. Let's fight. And his other arm ends up breaking too. And so he has two broken arms and he still wants to fight her. And, and the recovery time for these characters is just absolutely ridiculous. Those, one episode, they're like beaten to bloody pulp. And another one where they're just completely okay. Um, they they play a lot on some of the horror aspects with uh, Tomoka. Tomoka is another supporting character who people are definitely afraid of because she looks like she's possessed, a demon, or she's a ghost. Or pick your choice. She never smiles. And when she smiles, it's super creepy. And when she's, you know, trying to get out of this one area in one episode, she just crawls up the wall. It's it's like an episode from The Ring. All right. Or or pick your favorite movie. You know, horror movie. There There's like a couple different references to it throughout. And she is that creepy character. And, and she's like thought of to be a spirit or anything else. And they think... That she is, or not think, but the only way that she can actually smile is when she's eating ramen. And that's when she's able to look absolutely normal, not creepy, 
and smile. So, so basically, it's this ramen is supposed to be so great, it can make her smile and feel magnificent. And, and that's the whole thing. Like, it, it is that for that person, that's it. And then about halfway through the series, they start playing on the fact that Mickey is always fighting. And so the people are coming to the restaurant to eat, not necessarily for the food, but for the basically daily drama. And everyone's commenting on what's going on. Megumi shows up and she starts fighting Mickey. Kankuro shows up and starts fighting Mickey. Toshiyuki shows up and starts fighting Mickey. And then... Uh, Ota shows up and she doesn't start fighting, but he starts talking and commenting and everything like that. And it's it's like a daily in live action, action packed soap opera every day for the people that show up there. And it's it's funny, but ev- and every episode as well is not one full episode. It's two halves basically put together. So you have a half of one, and then you have a half of another. And and it plays beautifully, so it doesn't feel like too much is going on. You're not missing a lot. And instead of doing 24 12-minute episodes, they decided to do 12 24-minute, 20, uh, 25-minute episodes. So may, they made it full-length episodes. It's Each half is broken up a little bit, so you get a different perspective all the Uh, for each half but at the same time on each half it references that other 12 minute segment so every episode has two names as well towards the end they start really focusing on mickey's mom makiko and they oh they comment the only person that can actually ever defeat mickey is makiko her mom and it's mainly because her mom will throughout the fights the whole time at every point in time she will come in and just put the smack down on her daughter with one punch just knock her out drag her in and tell her to get to work or or pick your flavor as to what happens you know when she's trying to when mickey's always delivering she always ends up breaking and ruining the ramen dishes or everything else and it just you know pisses her mom off and so she's you know, because she's coming back five or six, seven, eight, nine times while she's trying to deliver this ramen, and it's the same ramen, and so her mom's actually bleeding out, losing money. She's bleeding money and trying to get her daughter to work, and so her daughter and Megumi and Kankaro all tried to work together for an episode to try and find out the mom's weakness, and the mom's like not even close to having a weakness at all it's like they're poisoning her they're they're trying to take her out with spices or everything else and it it just isn't working no matter what and it's it's like you know it's meant to give the impression that makiko is impervious to everything like she is all powerful which she needs to be to be able to take out her daughter during the last couple of episodes you find out that Mickey is told by her mom, Makiko, that she should never drink. And it's mainly because her mom, when she drinks, gets super violent. Uh, more so than what they already are. But the opposite has the effect on Mickey. When Mickey gets drunk, which is shown during the last two episodes, because they're all adults, uh, she 
ends up becoming really timid, really submissive, and and super nice. Like she won't fight. She's very, very dainty. She she uh, throughout the whole series, she's wearing a mini skirt, but when she she's drunk, she has to wear a full length dress. And it's comedic because every she's while she's trying to you know, be feminine and everything like that. Everyone's kind of really thrown off by it because they're wanting to see her fight. And, every, and uh, Megumi, Kankoro, Tomoka, uh, or not Tomoka, Toshiyuki all come by and they're about to fight. And it's comedic with their reaction because they don't know how to react because she's not fighting. And on the last half of the episode, you have... And on the last half of the episode, you have um, Mickey basically drunk again, fighting or, or sitting around with Megumi, being bossed around by her, rubbing her shoulders, get, serving her drinks, food, everything like that. And Megumi, instead of her becoming nicer, she becomes meaner and more more antagonistic when she's drunk. And so... It, it just goes like total polar opposites across the two of them because of this. Um, and, and so the last episode, Ota is like, I can't believe you are all drunk. And then Mickey starts throwing up and then Megumi starts throwing up and Ota is commenting on the two of them actually throwing up. It's like, oh no, the main protagonist is throwing up on the last episode. What's going on here? We made it almost made it all the way through. And then Megumi throws up the same thing. Oh my gosh, another person. It's throwing up last episode. What the heck is going on? And it is, it, and and that's how it ends. It ends with them throwing up and them starting to fight because you know that's what they do. They just like to start fighting. So why not end it on a fighting note? And it, and that's basically how it ends. It ends with them going through their daily life. And and I think that's a great point for it to end on. Twelve episodes have it end there because. Intra- trying to introduce more characters is going to be too much. Trying to drag it on past that's going to be too much. 12 episodes, I think it was a sweet spot. And yeah, they didn't give it like a bookend closing. But but it ended. Because you know what's going to happen. They're going to continue to try to fight her. She's always, there's always these shena- uh, shenanigans that are going to be happening. And no matter what, it's there's going to be those problems. Like, period no matter what, there's always going to be those problems. And so that's what makes it a little bit unique, I feel. That that that's always going on there. So how about a rating? On a scale of zero to five, how would I rate this anime? I would rate it a 3.5. And the reason why I would rate it a 3.5 is because the animation was very lackluster. The plot a little too simple for me, although it was an entertaining show. It's very entertaining. It did what it was supposed to do. It get, explained everything it was supposed to explain. There weren't any problems or issues with it at all across the board. So that's why I got to go with a 3.5. So next week, which uh, Rick will be back for, uh, he assured me of that just, uh, just uh, the other day when we were uh, had the ability to actually talk when he was in a service area, um, is going to be Swords' Markin. And it's going to be a 12-episode anime. And the genres are action, military, sci-fi, historical, drama, 
and Mecca. So look forward to uh, checking us out next week with that. Uh, if you have watched Ramen Fighter Mickey, the Swarzen, and I do apologize if I'm butchering that name, uh, Swarzes Markin, uh, let us know. Reach out to us at Twitter account. You know, you reach out to us at those anime guys. Uh, email us at featured anime podcast at gmail.com. Or, you know, uh, there should be a link in the show notes for you to leave us a voicemail. Go ahead and leave us a voicemail. Uh, I haven't plugged in in a while uh, saying leave us a rating, you know, rate us, let us know how we're doing. It helps us out. Subscribe and, you know, reach out to us. Until next time, I'm Jack. Later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.